The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So, um, you know, there's all these fascinating studies that I've done about the connection between people. And, uh, you know, it kind of points to, I think some of these studies point to some of the things which are pretty inherent or intrinsic or basic to human people and human life. And it's not a philosophy to be kind or warm-hearted. It just kind of comes uh, in certain, cir- certain circumstances. So, that, for example, this, uh, you know, the studies that show that um, uh, newborn babies will cry if they hear another baby crying. That somehow that that just the vo- that, that that there's a connection, there's a resonance, there's a we're connected in this kind of very basic, you know. The, the babies don't have to have any, know anything about why the other one's crying to somehow feel distressed by that, or that uh, babies can recognize, you know, newborns first day could somehow apparently recognize the voice of their mother, and uh, maybe because they've heard it through the, you know, all these all those months. But again, this kind of basic sense of connectedness and being bonded and stuff, it's a pretty human thing. And so, you know, what, where, are the, where is the limits of connectedness, of feeling contact, feeling resonating with people? And, you know, something like meditation practice, mindfulness practice, when we relax and soften and cultivate a stronger sense of attentiveness and presence, it, uh, then it uh, optimizes the conditions where that resonance, that connectedness, uh, uh, to other people can operate. And so one of the common results of meditation practice is a, a greater sense of empathy, of caring, of kindness, of warmth, of compassion, such things, because you've, you've created the channels, or clear channels for that sense of connectedness, or that sense of connectedness will happen much more often. So... Um, I wanted to ex- now explore a little bit now um, compassion itself, uh, but to do it in a in meditation, where we'll sit quietly for a little while, and then I'll do a guided reflection, meaning that I'll give you something to think about, something to contemplate, to, something something to visualize, and, and then to uh, explore it in your context of meditation practice, some aspect of it. So take a comfortable, alert posture. (coughs) Gently close your eyes. Maybe a little bit like petting the cat. You can uh, sway back and forth, rock back and forth a little bit to kind of really be careful with your body to see if you can align yourself and find yourself in a good upright posture, coming into balance, feeling the weight of your body through your sitting bones, and feeling kind of maybe even, maybe even rooted with your sitting bones in the chair or your cushion. As if there's a good foundation for you there. (coughs) 
and giving some care to your spine. Maybe let your attention travel up your vertebrae. And maybe there's small adjustments you can make where your vertebrae feel a little more balanced on top of each other. Perhaps you can soften your belly, relax your belly, and see the effect that that has on your spine. Perhaps you can soften your shoulders a bit. And as you relax your shoulders, is there an effect on your spine as you do that? important support for simple mindfulness practice is to feel physically connected to yourself, to your body. And it might be helpful to make that connection to take a few long, slow, deep breaths. As you breathe in deeply, feel your torso, your ribcage more fully. And as you exhale, relax into your body. Settle in. Letting your breath be normal. But perhaps using breathing as your companion that helps you, that accompanies you in the present moment, keeps you here. That reminds you as you exhale to let go of your thoughts and concerns. Each time you breathe out, letting go of thoughts in favor of Letting go into your breathing, settling in.
as you sit here experiencing your breathing, being here with the present moment. Can your attention, your awareness, include any sense of warmth or tenderness toward yourself, with yourself? So maybe as you breathe, almost as if you're breathing in and out or with the warmth, tenderness, gentleness, kindness. A warmth that helps you stay connected.
and then to switch to the reflection. See if you can bring to mind <clears throat> some situation in your life, some simple, uncomplicated situation where there was no distress or conflict that will preoccupy you now. So some situation in your life where you are the recipient of someone's compassion. Some situation where you felt someone's compassionate care or experienced their care towards you and it felt right, it felt good, you appreciated it. See if you can remember some time, some event for this. See if you can remember what happened, especially how the person was towards you. What was the action the person did and what was the expression on their face when they met you with care or compassion? Can you remember the look in their eyes? Maybe the tone of their voice, their actions. And then see if uh, you can try to remember the best you can how it felt for you to be the recipient. What happened with you? Did anything change within you and you experienced their compassion? What did you feel in your body? How did your thoughts shift? What happened in your heart? What was that experience? What was it like to receive someone's compassionate care?
And then take a deep breath or two and see if you can let that go. And now, try to remember a situation where that elicited your compassion and that the compassionate care, the compassion flowed from you to the person. And try to think of a situation that was relatively uncomplicated, where you didn't get stressed or have difficulties because of it or it's going to distract you with the difficulties now. Something clean, clear, simple, may perhaps act of compassionate care for someone else. Perhaps relive a little bit the circumstance, situation, what happened. And what did it feel like for you from the inside? What did it feel like for you to have the compassion flow from you out to someone else? What happened in your heart, in your body, your mind, and your thoughts? What did it feel like for you? you remember anything about what it was like for your muscles of your face, the tone of your voice, the feelings in your heart? What was it like for you to have compassion for someone else? And then taking a few deep breaths to let, hopefully let go of that reflection. And then one more reflection. 
And if nothing comes to mind for this one, it's okay. Not everyone can relate to this. But see if you can remember a time or situation where you had compassion for yourself. Where the compassion, where you both were the giver of compassion and the receiver of it. Where you felt some tender warmth or caring, kindness for your own situation. And what was it like being both the giver and the receiver of compassion? What was it like to have self-compassion? What happened in your body, in your mind, in your heart? What kind of thoughts did you have? What feelings came up? And then you can let go of that reflection. And then the last couple of minutes of the sitting, just sit quietly. Maybe sit quietly without any particular practice or effort to do anything in particular. Just sit here quietly and let whatever's bubbling through you, percolating, let it happen.
So three directions that compassion can flow. Compassion can flow from others to you. Compassion can flow from you to others. And compassion can flow from you to yourself. And stay right here. And some people have a sense that they can do all three equally well. Others have a sense that one is, their, one is much easier than the other. And I'm wondering, how many have felt that, you know, thinking about yourself, do you think it's easier to have compassion for others than it is... Is it easier to receive compassion or easier to offer compassion? How many, for how many people is it easier to give compassionate care? How many of you is it easier to receive it? No one wants to admit it? <laughs> and what's easier? Is it easier to offer compassion to others or is it easier to give it to yourself? How many people find it easier to give to yourself? To, your, to yourself? I find them equal. Equal? Okay. Okay. So how many find it easier to give to others more than to yourself? So there's something about giving compassion which is, seems easier for many people. And um, who knows why that is? Maybe that's the way it's supposed to be. And I don't want to, I don't want to put, I don't want to make any judgments. It should be, it should be one way or the other. You should have equal, you know. Who knows how it's supposed to be? It is how it is. And sometimes it's useful to do it one direction. Sometimes useful to have it to receive it. And sometimes it's useful to uh, be able to give it to yourself. And maybe the more difficult it is, sometimes the more useful it is to attempt it, to try it. But either way, or all, all those three ways, now to the, the reflection was kind of to, to what was it like to experience someone's compassion? What, was it, what did it feel like to offer compassion? And what was it like to have compassion for yourself? What's that experience actually feel like? What was it like to do it? Um, not the story around what ever happened, but what was it actually like for you to experience one of those three things? That was what I'm interested in right now. And, um, and the idea was to do it in situations where it were relatively uncomplicated. Because it's easy to say, well, <coughs> it's easy to jump to the stories where you know, I felt all this compassion, but it was so hard and I got so afraid and, you know, and I didn't know what to do and I was afraid I would have to give away all my wealth. And, you know, it's possible to go that very, really quickly. But uh, the idea here is when it's not complicated, when it's straightforward, no reservations, it's easy. That was the, hopefully the idea. So what I'd like you to do is to um, break into groups of three and share with the other two people in your group um, uh, what it felt like for you to offer, to offer compassion, what it felt like to receive it, what it feels like to do it for yourself. Um, hopefully without any judgments about it. Um, if it's difficult to do, just say, say just, hopefully you can just talk about the difficulty without it sounding heavy and apologetic or or, you know, how it's, you know, whatever. Just, just very simple, matter of fact. This is how it is. This is how I feel it. Um, experience it. And share that with two other people and hear what they have to say. So here you might just want to go around the circle 
taking a few minutes for each one. Um, and then once you've done gone in the circle of three, you can have more open discussion about this topic and see where your discussion happens to go uh, with that. And then I'll ring the bell when it's time to come back. And um, I, I don't know if we're a multiple of three here. So uh, I suggest that if um, somehow you don't find a group of three, walk towards the front, towards me. And, um, and if, uh, as you walk, you might bump into someone who's also walking toward the front. <laughs> and if it ends up with one or two people... I can imagine that the different groups talked about all kinds of different things. Um, the thing I'm interested in right now would be uh, to also recognize probably the way that compassion feels as a recipient, as a giver, as for yourself, feels different for different people. And it'd be nice to get a kind of a sense of the range of things that's possible to feel or experience when it's kind of clear, clean, uncomplicated compassion flowing in one of those directions. So perhaps we can get a kind of uh, popcorn-style kind of, with the mic, of people who will be willing to share a little bit, some few, few simple words about what it's like in one of those categories. Or... So... <clears throat> Can you move to that one straight back? Yes. Uh, the primary feeling. The primary feeling was surprised that I was able to give it, and surprised that I received it. <laughs> Great, thank you. So I Yes. Well, uh, what was interesting for me is the the very and giving and receiving giving to someone else and receiving from someone else, there was a great surge of the heart. But when I was giving compassion to myself, there was no surge of the heart. Mm, surge of the heart. Beautiful expression. Thank you. David. I, my feelings for all three were very similar, or kind of the same. Um, uh, it had to do with my throat and my heart area and and going up into my head and my eyes um, and relaxation um, and a softening and something something kind of kind of uh, a little sad associated with all of it I mean, a little kind of t- cry, and I didn't cry but there was something that would be akin to that uh-huh. but some softness I feel. Beautiful. So softness and some sadness and feeling it very much in your body, in your chest, in your throat. Upper. Great. Thank you. A sense of gratitude to receive compassion. A sense of uh, gladness for having been able to be, be there for people that I care about and connection to give it. And the sense of calming and soothing to give it to myself. Great. Thank you. Um, just a feeling of capacity and space and patience, but that is so spacious that it doesn't even feel like it needs to be patient to be there. So, what was the first thing? Space and? Capacity. Ca- capacity and space. Great, thank you. Go ahead. A sense of not needing to do anything. Hmm. A, a f- for all three or for one more than the other? 
I think that's kind of the the common ground. Um, and there is, especially with, um, well, not especially, but in the compassion that I was receiving, it felt very empowering that I was allowed to be in that place of whatever I needed to go through without them trying to fix me or trying mm. to change anything about me. Uh, so the compassion for you was experienced with a profound sense of acceptance. <clears throat> and I think that that, seeing that um, possibility, allows me to mirror that towards myself. So when I experience um, uh, something that uh, feels uh, imperfect and that is not allowed, then having that self-compassion is a sense of it's okay to have that, not needing to change that. that makes any sense? Uh-huh, beautiful. Straight, straight back. Oh. I found the three to be very different um, uh, um, receiving compassion just overwhelmed um, and, and surprised um, and there was a very I, I don't even know the emotion but what arose very quickly were tears very powerful tears um, and that changed completely changed um, my state of mind um, <clears throat> the other Two, giving compassion to someone else uh, and giving compassion to myself. They were different from each other, but in both cases, they were, much, they were very complicated. They were, they were very much more complicated. The other was simple, no complication at all. But both of those uh, had lots of complications to them, competing needs, competing emotions, Great. So it's great to see that. So I encourage you to spend some time exploring the complexity, those, those two, just getting to know it better. Tease them apart. Thank you. The other mic is... Okay. Anybody else? I found that when I feel compassion for others, I have it feels very sweet to me, and it like the unity that I that it's really pleasant mm. to experience. I mean, I really like enjoy it and savor it when you're giving compassion. Yeah, uh huh. So sweetness, that's nice. Yeah. You enjoy it, and how about the, when you receive it? Um, appreciation, uh, mostly appreciation. It doesn't have the same quality of sweetness. Uh huh. Great. Thank you. It's nice getting all those different perspectives. For me, it's work. It's like. Uh, and it depends on how much judgment I might have for the person that I might maybe be compassionate for, and uh, or how, or as far as receiving, if I how I'm feeling about myself, how much it's a matter then it's a matter how much work depending on the, these judgments. So you associate compassion both for self and others with a lot of work. 
That's right. Because there's a lot goes on inside of you that has to be processed and worked through and understood or dealt with when you... Right. Sometimes a person that is obviously in need, depending on how, how I'm feeling about them, I might not be compassionate about them. But at the same token, I consider myself very compassionate. <laughs> it's complicated. So good. It's, compli- it's complicated. <laughs> you guys should talk. <laughs> Pass it down to the middle. Go ahead, Ted. The, the time I received compassion, it was just fantastic. Uh, I was on outer space, and it was from somebody that loved me, I knew very much. The, um, she didn't say a word. Her eyes were wet, and she was so grounded. It was it was almost like, you know, I, all of a sudden back, and and it was absolutely magnificent. You know? Beautiful, thank you. Yes. In our group discussion, um, Michelle and I both realized that we were having a hard time thinking of examples of people who had given us compassion. But before we decided to trade in our friends, we were thinking <laughs> that actually what was going on is that we were focused so much on giving um, that we were ve- very often brushing off the compassion that was given to wow. us, that we didn't have an understanding of really how to receive it. Um, and it also led me to think about this concept of re- reciprocity that is very much part of our society, that as soon as someone gives you something, you're instantly thinking about how you're going to give back. I don't know that that's necessarily a good thing. And I think it's something I'm trying to move away from so that I can just give freely and compassionately when the Spirit moves me to do so instead of thinking of it as a tally sheet. Great. It's great to see. And then the idea of instantly having to return it, then there's no space to receive it fully or to let it appreciate or let it work inside of you. So even if you have to give something back, maybe it is an exchange sometimes, kind of. Sometimes that's... But take your time. <laughs> yes? Our, our group was, was also talking um, about this and about gratitude, um, that when we realize how good it feels to give, to feel the compassion and be giving it, then there's the sense of... Uh, to, to refuse this gift seems very sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so we were talking about be, being gracious hosts for... For, for receiving it because we know how good it does yeah, feel. So because it feels so good. You know, how, yeah. you know from your own experience how good it feels to be compassionate sometimes that you do a disservice to people if you don't allow, get, give them a chance to... That's you it, know. yeah. So bring it on, please. <laughs> <laughs> good, okay. That's lovely. <clears throat> so thank you very much for that. And um, I still don't know what compassion is. <laughs> but... Um, but I, I do have a sense and appreciation listening to all this that it's many different things or the effect on people is very different depending on your, who knows, all the, so many different factors that we're all so different in some ways. And even though we're so different in many ways, it seems that most of us here, uh, the word compassion, without it having been defined so far, uh, is something that we resonate with, that we have reference point, we can have a conversation about in some way. 
And um, so, I, you know, I like to point out or like to think of sometimes about how it's very important to recognize our differences and respect them and also to recognize how we're similar and that they're both are true at the same time. And so the combination of both is actually quite a profound way. Um, so, um, <clears throat> so, okay, so over lunch, um, the homework... That will you know you don't have to do too much you know, don't work on it too hard you don't you know test afterwards but but um, uh, kind of think about uh, what your definition of compassion is so you know find out you just know, think about it and we'll we'll come back after lunch that's one of the things we'll explore a little bit more. <clears throat>